Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's the deal? It's Lil' Blade, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Y'all boys, quit playing. <laughs> I'll walk right by you, I'm the catch, ain't nothing less, no rookie, I'm a vet, yeah, my day was fine, but what's up with that next? Like Alright, y'all, so we got the coolest sitting in front of us right now, we got Lil' Blade. Nah, you know what it is. You got man. the bottle ready, you just, y'all <laughs> nah, ready, yeah. everybody is ready. We live Period. like that. See, I ain't mean to do that, but yeah, you know, we live like hey, that. Hey, watch the porch now, watch the I'm porch. I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry, that's one for all the homies. So, you didn't brought the gang with you in the back. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead and introduce them and let us know who they are. We got the uh, the money man, Killer Cow, hit him, you know what I'm saying? You want to feature show, want to see me, and I let him. We got uh, the other money man, Rich Lynn. You know, he, he do what he do. I ain't going to get too much of what he do, you know what I'm saying? You know, we all, all move as one, get it in together. So, how far would you say y'all's dynamic goes? As far as what? As far as y'all's friendship. Oh shit! Talk to these niggas every day. That's all it is, too. You know, you ain't close to nobody you gonna talk to every day. Yeah. That's real. You are in the A. So yeah. what you been doing while you been out here? Uh, shit, for real. Really, just came to take care of business. You know, we hit the mall earlier, grabbed a couple of things out of there, got some food. Shit, that's what's chilling for real. Came to kick it with y'all. I know that's right. Oh yeah. So I'm very curious to know since we got all these bottles popping in the back, <laughs> we got you pop the bottle in the front. Yeah. What? Okay, so if you know the girls were to come out with y'all and experience the nightlife, you got to break it down and let us know. <laughs> that's the answer to your question right there. <laughs> popping bottles. Popping bottles. Do you guys have like a section etiquette that y'all do? Like, section etiquette in the like club? Like if y'all are in a section, what are y'all, what would y'all say that the girls need to do when they're in the section? Shit, be ready to have fun. I hate like, you can't be like all oh, fake stuck up and uh, no, nah, you gotta be ready to have fun. We all gonna have fun. You can't be sitting there looking mad, you know what I'm saying? Right. I saw this tweet and I forgot who tweeted it, but they was like, all that twerking in the club, like nobody likes that. But in my opinion, if you come into the club, like why would you just sit there beyond yeah, your phone what you and be boring? What you here for? You know what I'm saying? You could have did that at the crib. I don't mind twerking, you know, just <laughs> if I fuck with you then alright, come on with it. But if not, then you know what I'm saying? We got like moving around. We gotta damn near have like that that head agreement. I see you Okay, yeah, you can come do that, you know. Oh my god. Y'all yeah. are <laughs> Y'all are funny. Yeah. Now we're gonna get into your background, but before we get into your background, I'm gonna go ahead and give you your flowers right now because I got the chance to fully dive into your catalog. Mm-hmm. And I know you right here just sitting, just chilling, looking real calm and collected, but you really that. Thank you. I I know you was done or not, but no. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, like thank you. you. Really I I do appreciate it though. You know, I feel like I try to build my own sound, so I separate myself from everybody else. But you know, I worked hard to get to this point I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm here kicking it with y'all. I used to dream about shit like this. That shit crazy. 
Now, just to dive into your journey a little bit, like as far as you identifying identifying yourself as an artist, how has that been for you? Um, I say because like identifying myself as a true artist, I feel like people are just now starting to really like let it sink in, appreciate my work for real. You know, I come from. Oh, excuse me. I come from somewhere, you know, my dad was a big artist from Detroit, you know, so I was in his shadow for the longest. So they thought I was just rapping because of him, you know what I'm saying? But now they see, like, I got my own style. I talk about my own topics, you know, I, I'm, I'm really doing what I'm supposed to do. So, you know, it took a little minute, but I feel like now it's to the point they, they eyes open like, oh, he's serious. Was it ever really frustrating for you at first when you first jumped in here to pursue music? Ah, uh, yeah. Cause I'm hard on myself, you know. Cause like I didn't start off the sweetest, you know. I had to build my way up to where my raps is is where they at now in my music. So you know, but it was hard. But I never, I say I never got discouraged. Where like, man, fuck this, you know what I'm saying? I always took the rough patch and put it as like a battery in my back, so I could keep building up to the point I'm at now, you know. Right. Yeah. And like you mentioned before, I do know that your dad is Blaze Icewood. Yeah, Blaze Icewood. And, you know, with him being really legendary in Detroit, the pressure, did you ever feel the pressure when it came to you first putting out music that you had to go crazy off the bat? Uh, I say yeah and no. I feel like most of the pressure came from myself, but that was an extra like, okay, I really got to go crazy now. But it's like I never, I didn't know how serious like people took me until like I really put something out. And I got a reaction from everybody. I'm like, oh, wow. All right, I ain't got no choice but to go crazy now, you know? Ooh, so what was the first reaction like when you put out your first song? Like, from anybody or just period? I would say. I got different reactions from different people. Like, the people, like, you know, those people are just gonna tell you your shit sweet just cause, you know what I'm saying? But I go back and listen to that shit, like, oh, this shit was ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, my family's reaction, they didn't, they never wanted me to rap from the jump. Like, I literally used to sneak to the studio like i used to lie to my mom like i was going somewhere else and had my cousin take me to the studio like they were against me rapping like they used to shut my dreams down oh like, you said damn. your mom did my mom my, you know different family members you know they suggested i do something else i'm like damn but it wasn't it was because hey you know i didn't start off like you know they wasn't all the way put together when i was a kid i think i went to the studio the first time i was like 15. And then, you know, stuff with my dad and how, you know, his stuff went with his past and they were just real, like, overprotective of me, you know? But I think they see now, like, I ain't on no bullshit. I ain't no dumbass, you know what I'm saying? Right. Doing what I'm supposed to do. So how long would you say it took for them to finally just accept the fact that you wanted to pursue music? Um, I think when I graduated high school and, like, I didn't get no job, like, this is what I'm about to do. Like, like they thought like oh he's just a kid he going through a phase he'll get out of it but like nah i stuck with it even after all the trials and tribulations you know what i'm saying like and then nah like i listen to my music nah i shock myself sometimes like damn you came a long way like i feel like i'm just not like between like 2020 and now i'm just not finding my complete lane where i want to go for real so i say when my family finally got off my back like all right you can do this probably like like, yeah, like 2019, 2020, for real. That's when I really hit the green light, for real, and just went, though. 
So when would you say you got your individual supporters? And when I say individual supporters, I mean outside of your dad and just people who know you for you. Oh, from the gate, you know? You know, I built fans up from the first time I released a song, you know, and just from the internet, period. So I've always had my own fans rocking with me, you know. Now I think it's more people rocking with me that don't even, like, know who my dad is. That's what trips me out. Like, damn, I made my own way, you know. So, yeah, it's pretty dope, man. And when you first started out, like, the first time you stepped in the booth, did it come natural for you or did you have to build that shit up? Um, I really don't know. I had to tell you. Well, like, probably like seven years ago, I probably would be able to tell you. I don't know. All I know is I went to the studio the first time. It was in one of my um, studios in the basement. I went in there, I did three songs. Uh, three of them was weak as hell. But <laughs> I felt my progress from the first song to the third song. Like, all right, I'm kind of catching my flow as I'm going on. You right. Know? Yeah, for sure. I say it was natural, though, because, like, I didn't know how hard it was for somebody who don't know how to rap to rap, if that makes sense. No, like, okay, so that's a good point that you made because when I see the progress and I go and I look at, you know the BTS videos that rappers be having? Yeah. That shit is hard. Like, I feel like if I was to get in the booth, I wouldn't know how to keep up with the beat. Like, <laughs> I would keep telling the engineers, like, everybody to just cut this shit off, like, start up. Nah, It's yeah. not as easy as it looks. Yeah, I didn't. I think it took me to realize that, like, all right, like, I really got something going on now, you know? Yeah. yeah shit, it's in you. You know how to rap? You. No. Oh. <laughs> Why? I'm I, could just I could do interludes, though. Like, I always want to do an interlude where I'm cussing somebody out. Oh, you just want to be on, like, a skit? Yeah, I just want to do the skits. That, I leave it at that. I'm going to have my man holler at you for this project. <laughs> I'll do the skits, but rapping, I can't, I don't think I can keep up with the beat. Damn. We'll, I probably shouldn't we'll have blasted you know. myself like that on the porch, but it's okay. <laughs> they don't know who you is. We're we going to keep our uh, identity disclosed. It's a little too late for that. They be in the comments like, who is the girl behind the camera? What she look like? Oh, it's, damn. It's over with. Damn. Okay. But getting back into you, with you growing up with your dad being a prominent artist in Detroit, what was... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. What was it like for you growing up? Um, growing up was cool. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Cool, I guess. Like, I played sports growing up, but I never knew my dad was this big deal until like, I got to high school, for real. So I really grew up like a normal kid, you know? Like, you know, I had my mom, my sister, my grandma, you know, I played sports. I played basketball and football my whole life. Like, I thought I used to, uh, I used to think I was going to the league or something, you know? And then, like, my whole life took, like, a drastic turn when I turned, like, 13. What was the drastic turn? Came Lil Blake. 
<laughs> yeah, it all started from football though, like, cause I used to, so I grew up, my dad moved us out to the suburbs, you know, before he passed, so that's where I grew up at. But uh, to the point where I had family and like all my family was in the city, so I started playing football in the city when I got to like middle school. And like the first day of practice in the city, I walk on the field and one of the coaches just like, little Blake, oh, we just get to going crazy. I'm like, I was like, you were like. Oh. Yeah, I went and told my mom after that. I'm like, why are they calling me Lil Blade? Like, I don't like that shit. It's not my name. So, like, my whole everything was really just given to me. Like, really, I like no choice, you know? So, well, I did have a choice, but, you know, name Lil Blade was given to me. I didn't wake up one day, like, yeah, I'm about to go be Lil Blade. So, I do want to ask you, whenever the coach was like going crazy, talking about, oh my God, that's a little play, yeah. did you have to go back and ask your mom, like, why, like, yeah. why is this man freaking out? Yeah, I'm like, why are they calling me? That's not even my name. Like, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? You know, she, I don't even remember what her response was, but like, she still, like, when she was giving me a hard time about rapping, she like, you didn't even used to be, uh, like being called Lil Blade. I'm like, well, it's a different time now, goddammit. <laughs> you know? Also, at first, he was like, nah, don't call me that. No, nah, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was confused, you know? Dang, so you went with them using like your government name throughout school, and now they calling you Lil Blade. Yeah, like, like it was a drastic change. Like, especially when I got to high school, that's when it really was like, damn. So I had read an article over you, and it was basically talking about how T Grizzly mentioned your name in the song that he did with G. He actually said my dad's name, referring to him and me and my dad, the same government name. Uh -huh. So I was in school, and like it came out, and they all was like, oh my god, he just said your name, oh shit. I'm like, oh. Like, but at that point, it was like kind of normal to me. Like I'm used to all the attention now, but it's like steadily, it's like growing. So it's like I'm rolling with it as it happens, you know? Yeah, but that that was a crazy moment. I remember that like yesterday. I was in gym class. I remember it for sure. Now, one thing I will say that I really liked about you when I was just like doing my research is that you really put an emphasis on how you don't have to be a street nigga or you don't gotta be, you know, nah. heavy in the streets, tough, whatever, to get money. Like it's it's like really in reality, like in the long run, like oh that shit is dumb, like. I get it, you know. I can't, I can't knock how you get what you, you live how you live. You know what I'm saying? But in the long run, nobody want to die in the streets. Nobody want to go to jail the rest of their life. Nobody want to sit down and do 10, 20 years. You know? Like I feel like a lot of people have options not to do that, and they just choose to because they think that's what's cool. You know, or what's in right now. You know, you don't gotta do that to be cool. You don't gotta do that to get no girls. You don't gotta do that to. Just do anything, you know, you can just be yourself, be cool, and get your money, mind your business, you know. There's a whole world out here. And where would you say, like, your mindset kind of stems with that? Um, as far as what? As like, far as how you're now, not now, but how you're saying that you don't have to be a street nigga. You don't are you saying, like, why I'm like that? Yes. Oh, um, I grew up around a lot of solid OGs, you know. And they really installed a lot of game in me early, you know. So I say just my upbringing, you know, I grew up around, I had a, you know, my my people around me put the right idea in my head, you know. They showed me a whole lot before I was supposed to know it. And that's why I'm so advanced now, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like now that I've been given that game, it's only right I can give it to somebody who I feel like needed, you know. 
So that's why I project that uh, out so hard, you know. Now, what would you say to the youngins who are probably heavy in the streets right now? Um, man, get in and get out, you know what I'm saying? I know you gotta get your money, you gotta do what you do, but you know, it's always a different option. That's never, it's always a different option, you know? You probably, your mind probably just sinked in and get out here and see the world, man. See the way more to life than all that shit. Cause that shit only end three ways. You go to jail for a long ass time, you die, or shit, you make it out, you know what I'm saying? I advise you to make it out, you know? That's just my advice. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I thought you were a signed artist, but I didn't know that you're still, you're still an independent artist. Yep. How has this independent journey been for you? Man, I ain't gonna lie, some motherfucker, I can't wait till I get a deal. <laughs> <laughs> really? Nah, hell yeah, I've been doing this by myself since I was 17, like a kid, that's why I'm, People call me granddaddy, like granddaddy, you know what I'm saying? Like this rap shit built me up and made me grow up a lot faster than I was supposed to. Well, not supposed to, but you know, than an average person. But yeah, I definitely uh, signed a deal of everything right, you know? I've always been like a team oriented person. So if I got that right back and that right team behind me, you know, hell yeah, come on, let's do it. You know, I ain't gonna say too much. I got some little cool shit up my sleeve though. You know? <laughs> you know? I'm still independent right now though. Icewood Entertainment, I got my own label too. Oh, you haven't? Okay, so let's get into the label then. What's up yeah. with the label? Well, Icewood Entertainment, that was my dad's Blade Icewood. You know, he founded it and started it. It got handed down to me when he passed. I just now started picking it back up, probably like 2020, I'd say. I'm the only artist, you know, on it, but I am looking for my own artists. I've been working with a lot of female artists too, trying to get them locked in. Okay, so you know that, you know it. The female rappers. Yes. Females control the world. Little do y'all know. I be trying to tell. Like, the females it's, right now, they are going crazy. I really, the Detroit females, I be onto them. I be knowing. Look, you're going to see some one of my Detroit artists going to be females within the next year. You're going to be like, oh, I remember you was telling me about somebody. This must be her. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like, and another thing, and then this goes into your playership because I feel like nowadays, there's not a lot of artists catering to women when it comes to the music, especially the rap music. It's not, hey. it's not a lot of that, but <laughs> they don't understand that women are the main ones. Like, Look, they control it. Women gonna be the one to spend money with you. Dudes, let's say you got a girl in the car, you're not gonna cut on something she's scared of. You're gonna cut on something that's gonna make her feel comfortable. They in the club, they wanna see the girls go crazy. You don't wanna see a bunch of niggas all. Oh. <laughs> they want to see the girl shaking her ass, feeling good. They gonna play that shit. That's the shit that's gonna get you the money. Right. All that gang. Oh, I ain't gonna say gang the shit because they like that shit too. But you know, ladies is the way to go. You know what I'm saying? Them the ones that's gonna put the money in your pocket. I got taught that early. Fucking okay, shit. I really want to get into that. Like I know we're talking about your music, but just my demeanor. We need to talk. We need to get into your demeanor because. Your demeanor. We back on live? We back. All right. We on. are live and direct. Action. Let's get it. Your demeanor. It's giving very laid back. It's giving very. You are a ladies' man. I mean, I grew up around a lot of women. You know, like my dad passed, so I became the man of the house like as a kid. You know, I had my mom, my sister, my grandma, my auntie, which is my dad's sister. You know, I just had like a lot of. A family full of women, you know, and a family full of like my OGs, like my uncles. They act just like me, so I think it just running my blood, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just cool. 
That's cool. Now, how important do you feel it is to keep yourself up as a man? Oh, that's, I got taught, man, I'm a, I ain't gonna keep saying I got taught, I got taught a lot of shit, but you know what I'm saying, like, that's, that's step one, you know, you don't want nobody talking about you, oh, this nigga breath stank, this nigga's musty, <laughs> that's rule number one, if you don't do nothing, you could not, you could not be fresh at all, don't have no haircut, you smell good, your breath on, you gotta keep your hygiene together, man, that's, yeah, that ain't cool, you gotta, nails gotta be clean, you know what I'm saying, can't be ashy, you know? The nails too, like that dirt under the nails, like, yeah, that that's ain't the move. disgusting. Yeah. Like it happens, but when it do, you gotta, you gotta get right. You know what I'm saying? It happens. You gotta get right though. Now I know I asked y'all earlier. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. When it comes to cologne, because we got you in the back with the scent. <laughs> like we, we smell the scent all throughout the porch, y'all. But with the scents, why do men never share where they got their cologne? Uh, I don't know. Why do men never share where they got their cologne from? You don't know niggas smelling like us, man. If every nigga smell the same, it ain't going to stand out. So if you leave here and smell somebody, that, you're gonna be like, oh, Lil Blade never just had the same shit on. <laughs> well, at least you know where it came from. We the first ones, you're like, shit, you got that from them. So I guess we cool, but I don't know about the rest of them, though. No. I, I low-key got a funny story about that. What's up? Like, my friends, so, okay. So my friends, they was like, Michaela, we know you got perfume, because I just always have it on me. So right. I had perfume, and we going into this lounge, and the security guard was like, dang. Y'all all smell the same. <laughs> and we all turned around and we like, oh my God. Like, yeah, that ain't the move. I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of awkward. Cause like, literally we all smelled the same. Like it was like a huge ass scent. That ain't the move. Yeah, you gotta have your own individual. <laughs> you gotta be like, damn, you smell, damn, but you smell like this. Oh, but homegirl back here smell, ooh, y'all killing it. You hear me? That's just like if, any, if everybody got the same clothes on, you're like, oh, what did y'all wake up and decide to do? Put on the same shit. I'm telling you. You know? Okay, so we gotta dive back into your artistry, of course. So 2015, you started rapping. That's the first time I ever went to the studio, 2015. Yeah. Woo, so from 2015 up until now, and we're in 2022, how has your overall journey been as a artist? Yeah. That shit turned me to a man, you know? Like, honestly. As far as an artist, you know, I just progress, you know, you keep keep doing something if you don't get better at it you ain't supposed to be doing it you know but i feel like my mannerism and my topics are where i want them to be at now like before i feel like i was i was still being me but a lot of i had a lot of influences from outside you know being a kid growing up you doing this because you think this cool or you doing that i learned that ain't the way to go real quick you know i finally found my lane probably in like the last two years you know so I really say this shit like it built me up to the man I am today, not just as an artist, you know, this shit really turned me into like a man for real, you know, for sure. And you know, just even getting, touching on the topic of what you rap about, beforehand, what were you rapping about? I feel like the same thing, but I say now I've been through more in life, so I have more to talk about, like more relatable things, you know, like people can really feel me now. Like, when we get touching on my album, I'm gonna get to breaking that down a little bit more. But like, I got a song on there, it's called I'm Not Shit, you know what I'm saying? It's about, 
dealing with women and like me feeling bad for the way I did them, you know what I'm saying? Like right my wrongs, like damn, I really fucked up, you know? But like shit like that, I'm getting more open with my shit now. I think before I was just talking a lot of shit and it's like, you can only go so far with that, you know? I cannot believe that you just kept it transparent on the porch and you said that you actually felt bad for the way that you oh, did. Yeah. Actually him, I called him one day. <laughs> I was, I was, I was sitting there thinking about everything I did. I'm like, damn, that's some fucked up shit. I called him, I'm like, man, I don't think I'm about to write a song just to get this shit off my chest, you know. I'm not gonna put it out or nothing, but I'm just recording just to do it, you know. Right. So I ended up doing it just like, I had no intention of this coming out sweet. And I sent it to him, he like, dog, you on that bitch, gone. <laughs> I felt every word. I'm like, damn, I gotta put this out now. That's really, he really the only reason that song ever came out. Really? Yeah, and then when it came out, people was hitting me up like, oh, you talking about my life right now. But yeah, I was writing my wrong. You know, it's okay to feel bad about doing a girl bold. Like, I'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also want to talk about just like how you stated earlier that a lot of people thought that one reason why you wanted to pursue rap was because your dad was like a Detroit legend when it came to the rap shit. Right. But of course it was a bigger purpose with that. So what would you say that purpose would, well, the purpose is for you to be pursuing it now? I always love music and I still do. Like I got a deep, excuse me. I got a deep like passion for music. Like I barely even watch TV. I listen to music all day. Like even back when I was in school, I was the one kid in class who like, headphones on, head down, you know, like, just always listening to music, even when I be with my mama or somewhere family event, I got my phone like this, listening to music, you know? And that's why most of my uh, songs be off like sample beats, cause like I love old school music and like R&B music. So I like to try to bring that back into like the new era and share that with the world, you know? Now, if I'm not mistaken, you can definitely correct me if I'm wrong, your first tape that you put out was Prince of the D. Yeah. So, <laughs> did you catch backlash with that title? Nah. Nah. Because everybody in Detroit knows what's going on. For real, for real. They try to act like they don't, but everybody know. I ain't never caught no <laughs> backlash. Then I was like 17. Like, what you gonna say to me, though? Like, there's all the rappers in the city a lot older than me that was popping at the time. So it was like, you say something to me, you damn near just hating, you know what I'm saying? So, no, I never caught backlash, though, because, like, like, how can you, you know what I'm saying? It's impossible. How you gonna tell me I'm not? And speaking of uh, Detroit artists who were coming out, who were big at the time that you were coming out, who mm -hmm. was that? Uh, 2017, that's when I dropped Prince of the D. Who was popping in 2017? Thing. I think FMBDZ had just popped off. We had a cool relationship, yeah. Um, payroll been going for the longest, you know, Vezo and uh, really all the rappers that are popping now, they just on a different level now. Like in Detroit, people been rapping, y'all just not getting up on it, you know what I'm saying? So Detroit really like its own little world for real. It's, it's just the world just not getting exposed to it for real. And that's very true, because I would say about like 2021 is when people really started yeah. like, to raise the wave. And it's crazy, because all the rappers that the world's praised, now like I've been known these people like. You had a, a, you got a single with Babyface Ray, yeah. and you and Payroll Giovanni, y'all actually got a lot of songs together. Yeah, me and Pay, yeah, that's my brother, you know what I'm saying? He was, 
one of the first people I ever did a song with when I was like 15, you know, and he just watched me come up as a man, you know, we got a lot of the same, a lot of the same likings, you know what I'm saying, and we move the same, I say, you know, we, we just click. That's my brother though, you know what I'm saying? One call away. He, I really was texting him earlier today, he just dropped the tape today. He'll get that back to the basics by payroll, man. It's my baby though. So another thing that I want to point out is that you are pretty consistent with your tapes. Mm -hmm. So you've been, since 2017, like yeah. it's been continuing like every year. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what would you say is like that motivation to keep you going and not get comfortable? Cause I know, I know where I'm gonna be at, you know what I'm saying? I know what I gotta do to get it. If I stop, shit, I ain't gonna get there, you know? I know what's in my future though, you know? I know what God got planned for me. I just gotta go get it, so that's that. And then it's like, I, I make a lot of music, you know what I'm saying? When I get in my zone to make music, like I will. So it's like, well, I'm gonna sit on all these songs or what? You know what I'm saying? Like I really make a lot of music, like I do. What would you say is like the biggest risk that you've had to take with your career? The biggest risk? Um, I don't want to say I took a risk, but I say just being myself for real. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the type of person I am, they not the what's in right now. I say they like all the gangster, tough ass shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm more of a cool, laid back for the ladies type of guy. I say that's the biggest risk, but shit. They love it because I'm me. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of want to bring back bring that back to the forefront because you know back in the day that's what was popping you know what i'm saying right. not knocking what's you know all the other shit but shit you know i'm, I'm trying to share my world to y'all you know i feel like that was the biggest risk though but they love it though so did you feel uncomfortable when well i don't know if you did have to do this in the beginning but as far as like when you first started out did you feel uncomfortable rapping about like beef and like thug stuff and Hell yeah, because I don't do that shit. I'm like, damn, this shit don't even sound right coming out of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell yeah, I'm uncomfortable as hell. <laughs> and if you comfortable rapping about some shit you don't live, you was a bad motherfucker, you know? You was a bad motherfucker. So hell yeah, I felt uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't do none of this shit. This shit don't even sound right. And then my family would be ashamed of me. They hear me talk about this, you feel me? And then it's like with the beef, I don't even like, like, I done had people not like me and try to beef with me, but I don't even entertain that shit. Like, that shit really just be dumb as hell. Like, that's one thing I learned. You only, the only thing that gets attention is the only shit you give attention to. You know what I'm saying? I don't pay attention to a lot of shit. I could have been out here beefing with somebody about some dumb ass shit. Shit really just dumb as hell. Now, when it comes to the city of Detroit, what is the support like as a when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Merging artists. Um, I say from the city as in like the regular people just listen to music, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's great, you know, they love me, I get love everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as some of the other rappers, I feel like they try to like, 
don't know. Like, it should really be weird. Like, you got to be from Detroit to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I ain't going to talk too much about it. But, you know, I, I fuck with who I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with who fuck with me. You know, should be weird around that bitch, though. It's all good, though. Now, outside of Detroit, when did you realize that you were starting to catch a little buzz? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, really? Because out here, I got family out here. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And they used to call in with me, like on FaceTime with people from out here, banging my music, like, oh, they out here listening to you, you know what I'm saying? Or I'll go out of town, you know, people will notice me, take pictures with me, you know what I'm saying? And, and on the internet too, you know, the internet crazy. You know, people from out of town will be tapping in, like, oh, we fuck with your shit. So yeah, just, you know, shit like that. Ooh, how long would you say it took for you to start getting love from like other states? Uh, I say out the gate for real, cause you know the internet's so crazy. Not anybody from anywhere can get on to anything, you know. Right. And I put out my first mixtape like 2017, so that was in like the internet era. So I say right out the gate, I had like out of town fans, for sure. Do you ever feel like people think that you have it easy because of who your dad is? <laughs> Hell yeah! Not knowing my life is just as hard as the next person. And, you know, everybody got their own struggles, you know what I'm saying? But my life ain't ice cream and cake, you know. My dad passed when I'm 22. My dad passed when I was five, so, like, man, shit was 17 years ago. Like, and he still prays to this day. Like, he's still here. That's what's crazy. But, you know, my, I don't got it easy. I grinded for this shit just like anybody else did, you know. I may have had a good hand, but I've never been the one to just exploit my name like oh i'm little blade my dad blade icewood i need this i need that like no nah, i always worked hard for my shit i never liked that like i've never been the one to go somewhere and be like oh i'm him you need to do this i need this like nah that ain't the way to go well that's not the way i went about it you know i grind up for everything just like everybody else and that's sure. why I asked, like, what exactly was your grind like when it came to pushing out your music? I mean, yeah, it's like I know my family need me, you know what I'm saying? Like, my daddy been gone. Like, my mama worked two jobs, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see that as her son. I want to make sure she good. I got a sister that's about to go to college, you know, I got to make sure she's straight. I got a grandma that's ready to retire. She's tired of working. I got an auntie that need me. I got this, I got that, you know, like the man of the house for real. I gotta make sure shit's straight. Like my life ain't no ice cream walk. It ain't just me, you know. I got friends around me who depend on me, you know what I'm saying? Like just like anybody else. You know, I ain't set up. Like it was to points where I was I was at rock bottom and I had to build my way back up. Like for real. That's what molded me and the person I am. Like shit real for real. When it comes to, and like you said, when it comes to hitting rock bottom and you're trying to pursue your music career, what is it that keeps you going? Man, I say just God and me knowing what's out there for me. And of course my fans, you know, they keep me going. Just knowing like, like I always knew and I still know like where I'm, where I'm headed, you know. Ain't nothing about to stop me, no matter if it's a money situation, a, a friend situation, uh, just life period, you know, I always, excuse me, I always kept going, and that's how I knew I was supposed to be doing this, you know, like, I never let nothing stop me, like, I could have zero dollars, I'd go scrape up something and go to the studio, you know, before I take care of some shit I need to take care of, I'd go shoot a video or I'd go to the studio, like, I really eat, sleep, shit, and what, what they say, I really do all that <laughs> for this shit, you know what I'm saying, so. Right. 
I ain't doing it for no reason. So, yeah, just that. Basically, you know, you can go ahead and talk your shit, tell people to put respect. Nah, yeah, I ain't just out here pussyfooting around, man. My old dude who he is, I put in work. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I didn't slept in the studio. Man, I didn't spent my last dime on the studio or on the video. Like, man, I put years into this shit. I've been rapping since I was 17, all by myself, spending my own money. I ain't never had no big homie, no nothing. Like, nigga, I live like that, you know? Shit. But they know if they seen it, they just act like they don't know, but. It's cool though, cause they yeah, waking good. up. They nah, waking up. I'm coming. <laughs> I ain't got no choice. Now, outside of the music, I know that you have a cannabis company, mm-hmm. jewelry. You have jewelry, right? What or something mean? like that. On my neck. Shit. Okay. <laughs> but back to what I was saying. Yeah, I, I got know cannabis. You have though. a cannabis company. We got the label. You have a lot of different business yeah. ventures. Hey, we ain't that packet up. Yeah, I brought something down here with me, man. Icewood, my own cannabis company, you know what I'm saying? Icewood, Platinum Rose, Area Dispensary in Detroit, you can go get that. We working on getting it worldwide, but come to Detroit, any dispensary you go to, if you can't find me or one of the guys, go get it. Icewood, Platinum Rose, you know what it is. I'm coming out with a new strand this summer, too. What made you want to get into the cannabis industry? Um, Really, it was an idea brought to me from a mutual uh, business partner I have. You know, we had a good relationship, and he's into all that. He brought it to my attention, and, you know, um, everything made sense, and it was another stream of revenue for me, another lane. So I'm like, shit, why not? Come on. It's dope, though. Like, it, it went way crazier than I ever thought. Like, anything I do, it doesn't hit me until afterwards. Like, damn, I really did something. It's crazy. Now... With the cannabis, what would you say was like a struggle with you getting into that at first? I don't think it was a struggle for real. Like it just fell into my lap for real. Like, like okay, it wasn't really a struggle. I'd be lying if I said it was, you know. Right. As far as well, I ain't gonna talk about what I did personally, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. As far as the legal side and business way, it kind of just fell into my lap, you know, for sure. And how would you even break down how important it is for you to have other things going on outside of just being an artist? Oh, because I didn't went broke trying to rap and I had nothing to lean back on, you know? Like, you gotta have multiple sources, you know? And then as far as rapping, you can only rap so long. People only wanna hear what you gotta say for only so long. That is very true. You know what I'm saying? Or like your fan base is going to die down. There's always going to be somebody up under you that's, you know what I'm saying? So you got to have something. Got to have something other than that music, man. All right, so we can finally get into playing shit. Oh, my favorite project ever. This yes. is your favorite project out of all the ones that you dropped? Yeah, yeah, because I feel like it's the first time I ever really just said fuck everybody else's opinion and just did me. Listen, I got the chance to fully listen to the project. What's that your favorite song? It's crazy. What's your favorite song? Mouthpiece Freestyle. Oh, last one. Like, yeah. you was really on that. And you, oh, you yeah. we, I picked the little R&B samples, you know, you got some samples up in there. So, let's get into the creative process when it came to this album. Um, This album, probably like a year worth of work, for real, you know. Like, I handpick all my samples, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I got a love for R&B music, and like, I love the... Like, if I hear a beat, I work with a producer named Gaddy. Shout out to Gaddy, man, one of the hardest producers in Detroit, period. Especially off the samples. Go mess with him, man. Uh, Bug Boy, he the one who be uh, collabing with him on him. But, um, 
Yeah, it's like the samples is crazy. Like, I love them. If I hear a beat and I'm not feeling like I'm riding in the car, all the windows down, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. want it. But yeah, like I love it. I, I know the vibe I wanted for it and I just went straight for it. I had like seven different track lists though. Like, there's so many songs that I ain't making on there that I was gonna put on there, but I'll say that for the next go around. And how would you say that this project personally was different from the ones that you've dropped in the past? This one is very like 80% towards women. You know, like I did this on purpose. Like I wanted women to get in my car and I'm like, oh my God, I love this song. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I wanted, I wanted to get more into the women lane, you know? Cause that's the type of person I am. That's, that's why I said, I feel like it was the first time I really just said, fuck everybody and everything that's going on in the world and just did me, you know? And they love it. That's what's crazy. You stated earlier that this is one of your favorite projects that you dropped, and your ass has dropped a lot of fucking projects. Yeah, I think, what, like six or five? Yeah, five or six, one of them. Yeah, so what exactly does this album mean to you? What project, sorry? I want to say it means the most to me because it's the furthest I didn't got in my journey, you know what I'm saying? The next one probably going to mean more, shit, because I'm going to be further. So, you know, it just mean a lot to me. But it really mean a lot to me because, like, like I said, like, it's really, like, excuse me, anybody that knows me personally or listen to this and be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's him right there, for sure. What were the inspirations that you would say you really pulled with this project? Inspirations? Like, that inspired me? Mm -hmm. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cut off. Ba da ba ba ba. Um, say just me and my daily lifestyle for real. The daily lifestyle is the women. Uh, you putting words in my mouth now. No, I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I love women though. Like, like I said, I got a family full of women. I see women every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I personally don't hang around a bunch of dudes. You know, like I don't like. Long story short, I love women, you know. I have female friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, that I really kick it with and don't ever deal with on that type of time, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. females just dope as hell to me, you know. And like I told you before, they control the world, so why not? They put money in your pocket. Female, females put money in your pocket, not these hating ass niggas. Take notes from Lil Blade, man. <laughs> Now, you asked me what was my favorite song on the project, so what is your favorite? And you can only choose one. Uh, I say, uh, favorite song on Play Shit. Probably Play a President, the first song on there. So, you asked me what was my favorite song on the project, so now I'm gonna ask you what's your favorite track on the project. Um, my favorite song on Play Shit probably Play a President, you know what I'm saying? I love the sample on there, the beat crazy, the shit I was talking about crazy and different, you know, and that's the song I listen to and really like, I can relate to it because it's me, like that song is a hundred, well all my songs are, but like that song is a song I could wake up and like that's me, you know what I'm saying? And everybody love it too, that's crazy. Now with this new project Player Shit, what is it that you would like your listeners to take away with it? Player Shit, like... It's cool to just be cool. Like, you ain't gotta be all riled up, gangster, be all in the street shooting shit up. You know, you can make your money and just be cool, you know what I'm saying? Go kick it with your lady, 
be laid back, make a girl smile. You ain't gotta be out here beefing with nothing. It's like, cause a lot of beef is like senseless <laughs> as hell. Like it is. Like I, a lot of shit starts from nothing. Like literally, like it'd be about a girl or something. Like it'd never be that deep. And then somebody get killed. Like oh my god. And that's when it escalate. But nine times out of ten, a little beef is from like nothing that somebody could just turn their head and be like. Right, and you know what I feel too? I feel like now that we have social media, it's made, it's made people talk too much. Like it's a lot, a lot mouth, it's too chatty. Social media is a, I, I love it, but I hate it at the same time. Like it was a point I wasn't even on, like I had my page, but I like, I wasn't even like posting, I wasn't even on it, like that shit was irritating me. But now that I'm taking my rapping like, I took it 100% serious, but now I'm like 120% serious, you know what I'm saying? I have to be on it, you know, but right. yeah, that shit crazy, though. I know what's real and what's fake on there, though, so I'm good. Uh, who are some artists that you want that you would collaborate with in the future? Man, I've been listening to my nigga Larry June like crazy. Oh, my God. That's... I want to fuck with Larry June. That's my baby. That's so crazy that you said When I listen that. to Dog, I feel like I met somebody like me. I am be like, Dog. I would, you know, I don't want to do the whole comparison thing, but it's like a Detroit. I don't even want to say it's like yeah, Detroit. Yeah, he talked that player Joe, shit. It's like some real P, like real P. He talked that player shit. Yeah, John Hart, who else? Um, damn. Larry John really like the only person I've listened to heavy lately where I'd be like, I got to do a song with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really want to work with some singers though. Like Jacquees, Jacquees hard as hell. I don't want to fuck with Jacquees. Um, I say like specifically, like that's it though. Like I'll probably get some ideas later on, but yeah, like June and Jacquees for sure, two niggas I definitely want to get it in with. Oh, like I said, I'm singing Summer Walker. She hard as hell. I can see the Summer Walker for yeah, sure. Go crazy. I definitely want to work with a lot more female R&B artists. You may see that in the future from me. A lot of underground females hard too. It's only a matter of time till they blow up, so. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, outside of your new project, Player Shit, what else can we expect from you this year? Um, shit, more music. I'm about to shoot all these videos, the uh, visuals, the Player Shit, you know, get that more out there. Um, shit, just more music, you know, just more content. I think I got a couple movies coming out too. Oh, you acting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was my first passion, like, acting. I, I really blew up on the internet, like, acting before I ever became a rapper. Like, like doing little skits and shit, yeah. Wow. Nobody noticed, though. Well, if you know, you know, but. Well, we know now. You just talk for Shit, hey, I was, what, what's that app? Uh, Vine. Remember Vine? Yeah, you was, like, Vine famous? Yeah. For real? I had millions of views on there. Okay, so how you navigating TikTok? You on TikTok? Nah, I don't know how to work. TikTok way too sensitive for me. <laughs> they tried to like ban me my first day posting something, dog. Really? I'm like, dog, what the fuck? Yeah, man, I ain't gonna down TikTok because I don't want to get sued. But you know, uh, you know, TikTok cool. I look at, it, I laugh as hard as hell on TikTok. But as far as me posting on, I ain't really got jiggy with it yet. I don't know. Wow. So okay, with your acting career. Could you give us a little clue on what type of character you're going to be playing up in these movies? Well, I just was in a movie called uh, Detroit Dreams that just released. They just had the premiere, I think, a couple of weeks ago. 
I was in there, they was like selling drugs and a whole bunch of other cool shit. I was in there shooting somebody. I'm like, damn, I don't even act like this. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but I did an, actually I did a movie called Off the Porch. Oh, it's wait, not out yet though. Wait, it's not out yet. Uh, I don't know. I gotta talk to the uh, the director and all the uh, cool off shit. The porch. Yeah, that's actually a movie I started in. Like I was a star. Like I started in that. Like shit about me. Oh wow! I see. You got the whole. You got the game. Like you understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's coming out this summer. Well, shit. I hope so. I put in a lot of days of hard work in the sun, sweating for that. So I hope it come out real soon. But yeah, you know, I want to get into acting for real. I want to start producing my own movies too and on TV shows. I want to do like a, um, what's it called? Like a, um, not a documentary, but like a, um, when they make a movie about somebody's life, what's that called? Um, oh, a biopic. Yes. I want to do a biopic about my old dude, my dad. Uh, well, I'm, I don't say wanna, I'm going to do it. I don't know when, but I'm going to do it for sure. Before, That's I, be before I turn 30, I'm going to do it. That's gonna be major. Nah, we gonna do it big for sure. We gonna remember I'm saying it's not 2022. What's today? May 20th. We doing a biopic on Blade Ice with Lil Black. Gonna be starting. It's gonna be the number one movie in the world. God damn it, you did. Well, yeah, you know acting. Definitely, that's definitely another lane for me for sure. Now before we wrap up, do you have any last words or shout out? Man, uh, shout out to my mama. Love you, Ma. Shout out to my granny. Love you, granny. I'm gonna come cut the grass when I get home. <laughs> it's like, no, but, uh, um, yeah, you know, just play your shit out now everywhere. Go tune in, Lil Blade coming, man. You know what I'm saying? We live like that. Play your shit. If you listen to it, you gonna know what I'm talking about. Shout out my nigga Killer Cow. Nigga Rich Man. Shout out to everybody in Detroit who rocking with me. I rock with you too. Shout out Dirty Glove Bastard, you dick. Cause I walk right by you, I'm the catch, ain't nothing less. No rookie, I'm a vet. Yeah, my day was fine, but what's up with that next? Like, no, nah, I'm just playing with a n- Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.